Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Well, it happened, Key. It happened. We expect it. What's the name of this band again? Scissors? No, Skid Row, man. Come on now. Well done. Don't hey, lie. Is, you called them scissors in the break. He did, he did call them scissors. I was hoping scissors, he'd say it on the Scissors, Skid same thing, nah, man. No way. Not the same thing. If there's no, one it, thing it, he knows, it's although scissors. Although, James, Scissors for a metal band is actually a pretty nice. That's a, that's a pretty good name. I don't know. You it's kind of weird. No, Megadeth. It's, it's, scissors. It, uh, <laughs> I, um, I've been to some places in my life, man. Yeah. Where I've seen like heavy metal bands and I wasn't supposed to be there. Why did I wind up at those spots? I have no idea. <laughs> you know, it's just like, how did I get here? Yep. Who talked me into coming here? It's funny. You, know, you, it, you said the same thing about hockey. Well, I've only been to a hockey rink one time and that was it. And I left immediately. Um, I've watched, you know, the Kings and stuff like that on television, but the Viper Room in Los Angeles uh, was popular. Back in the day, I don't know if it's still popular or not, but I wind up going there. And, you know, in your life when you're young, people can get you to do some stuff that you probably wouldn't do now. And I happen to go with some friends of mine and they're like, hey, we're going to Viper Room, this heavy metal band, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, if I don't go with her right now, chances are I'll probably never see her again. So let me go ahead and go to the Viper Room because <laughs> I really want to hang out with these people. And so, uh, so I wind up stuck. going there and, yeah, well, it was fun. I mean, you wind up drinking some liquors that you probably would never drink in your life, you know, because they like didn't Jägermeister, have Jägermeister, maybe? Little Jägermeister? Definitely Jäger. Yeah, yeah it, was some of that, it was some of that in gold, gold some, sloggers. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, gold sloggers? Yeah, that's something, yep. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. stuff. Yeah, but that's that was a college thing. I I went to the Viper Room when I was in college, um, never to return again. But it was it was a it was an interesting. It, it was night. an interesting time. It was an experience. One you you just can tell the story, but might regret. Would never do again. That kind of oh, thing. Yeah. Sort of like <laughs> KD and Kyrie to the Brooklyn Nets, and something that I mean, key. How bad did it have to be? For Sean Marks and Joe Sy, the, the owner of the Nets, the GM of the Nets, to, to, to know not signing Kyrie to a max extension could cost us KD and we're willing to lose. How bad does it have to be to know that you could have now be in the place you're in right now an absolute just four-alarm fire? And, all right, we're doing it. Like I'd rather that I'd ra- like you'd rather be going through this right now as a franchise, absolute disaster happening to them, versus take some Advil and just get through another couple of years, wondering if Kyrie's going to play today or not. But what if they miscalculated it? 
what if we'll they find did out. not know? What if they what if that conversation was such that Kevin Durant really wasn't having a deep conversation with them and all he said was let's get it done, let's maximize him so we can go and roll and they just basically was like no and didn't realize that Kevin Durant was going to pull the rug from underneath them when they, they made a decision. You don't sometimes, they- you know, sometimes man, you think people know all these sort of things. Mm-hmm. If you're, if Kevin Durant truly isn't speaking to them, how would they know? So he's laying low, saying, "I'll see how they, I'll see what they do, and then I'll react accordingly." That's what you're saying. I'm not going to let them know on anything. By the way, you see how yeah, they, and he's probably how they... communicating with Kai along the way, and Kai is telling us, "Say, man, probably. they only offered me 130, you yeah. know, or whatever the number is." And they are talking about they only want to guarantee this much and that much. And Kevin is like, "Seriously?" And he's going back and forth. And he's like, "Man, you know what, man? I'm gonna opt in and get my 36, and yeah. I'm gonna ask for a trade anyway, dog. I'm done dealing with this." That's how the Be- conversation go. And then By all the of a sudden, Kevin talks to his people. Is like they yeah. only offered Kai this. Well, so and he's like, I'm out too. Yeah. yeah. So so let's just get a timeline. How did we get here with the Nets and KD and Kyrie? When it's amazing that yesterday, June 30th, on 2019, was the day that they made it official that they were going to the Nets as a duo. In fact, it was uh, DeAndre Jordan was. Uh, I think Wills called it a clean sweep. Well, it's. Three years later, to the day, Kevin Durant says, that's enough for me, I want out. So, Woj, how did we get here? You know, I think Kevin Durant wanted to try to get Kyrie Irving a long-term deal in Brooklyn, uh, just like Kyrie Irving wanted it. Uh, They did not get it from the organization. And I think once uh, he had to opt into that contract and essentially was playing on an expiring contract, you know, even at that point, the communication between the organization – and Kevin Durant had really ceased to exist. And even after he opted in, you know, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving have not been engaging with the organization. There was a sense around Brooklyn and a sense around the league as teams um, were preparing to make offers that Kevin Durant was going to ask out uh, at some point in the offseason. It came today. And I think so much of it, you talk to people around Kevin Durant, and the, the disappointment around this team, the underachieving of this era, and then the Golden State Warriors winning a championship this year uh, in the aftermath of Durant leaving. And I think all that came with that, the criticism, the second-guessing, all of that contributed to what happened today when I'm told Kevin Durant called Joe Sy, the Nets owner, mm-hmm. and told him essentially, I need a change of scenery. I want you to trade me. I'll tell you what, Key, this is how they do you guys. So the New York Post back page has a picture of Kevin Durant. He no, takes not up, how they, how you. Not me. This is how they do you. The Bing headline bong. is, Thin Man Has No Heart. Yeah, Damn. see, that's not, and, that, and that's not fair. And I understand that the, the body of the story is what makes the headline. So somewhere in that, somewhere in that story that was written by whoever wrote it, is depicting him as someone with no heart. So whoever does the, 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 the editor or whoever does the headlines took that, packaged it up, and made it that. Now, Kevin Durant, for his own doing, is bringing that on himself. Uh, if I'm KD, well, it's too late now, but if I was KD, yeah. I would have stayed in Brooklyn. And if Kyrie would have wanted to leave, leave. And now what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell them I'm going to roll up my sleeves. I'm going to sit at the table, and I'm going to tell Sean Marks, look, dude, we're getting ready to get these picks for, Ky- for Kyrie. We're getting ready to turn these picks into something. Mm-hmm. And you and I and Ben Simmons, we're getting ready to go on a ride. And if I fail going on this ride, I fail. But I, what I won't be doing 
is exiting somewhere that I went based on Kyrie Irving deciding to leave. Now, I'm going to stay tight and I'm going to sit tight and through thick and thin and show everybody I can win on my own. I don't need Kevin. I don't need LeBron James and Steph Curry. I don't need Chris Paul and Devin Booker. I don't need uh, uh, whoever else. I don't need Tatum. I don't need Embiid. I, I can do it by myself. And that's how you do it because what's going to happen is just what you just read on the back of the New York Post. That's getting ready to carry him for the rest of his career. That's the unfortunate part of this, right? We both agree. Kevin Durant's one of the great players in the history of the game. He's one of the great scorers in the game. He's top three players. One of them, you don't know whether there's one, two, or three. He is one of the great players in the game. And yet, this is what's going to now be his legacy, is moving around, can't stay in one place, you know, star chasing instead of star making. That's well, the okay. problem I have with it. And it's unfortunate because this guy's a great player and he's not a terrible person he just is someone that just cannot be somewhere alone and say i will do it on my own and that's the frustrating thing with him key it's it's okay that he would move around it's okay right well lebron moved around that's i guess you're right that's that's what i was gonna say it's okay lebron moved around. around the problem is when you move around you got to win chips and you have to be the main reason the chip is being won LeBron James left and went to Miami, and he was the main reason they was winning the chips. Yeah. He leaves and goes to Cleveland. He was the main reason they won the chip. Mm-hmm. He leaves and goes to L.A., main reason we won the chip. Yep. Kevin Durant goes to Golden State. He's not the main reason they won the chip because they won the chip before he was even there. Right. And they went back and won 73 games when he wasn't there. So it's kind of like, you know, you, you put yourself in a position to be crucified all the time, which is unfair to him because he's one of the best basketball players I've ever seen by far, as they say, pound for pound. It's not even close. The story about his career now won't just – it won't begin with what a great player he is. That's the problem. I don't I, – I hate that for him, but he controls it. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. A lot of people want to sound off on this. And let's start with uh, CB in New Jersey. CB. I, I just got a couple of things I have to say. I'm actually shocked, personally, that Durant is that close to Kyrie where he has to roll and bounce because Kyrie bounce? I, I don't get it. He just signed a four-year deal. Just signed a four-year deal. There have been extenuating circumstances in the last 18 months. What Key just said, that's exactly how I feel. Say, so, you know what? Kyrie's gone. That's fine. What are we going to do now? I got a four-year deal. Let's sit down. Let's talk about how we how we going to make this work. We got Ben Simmons. Patty Mills just signed. We have Seth Curry. We and personally, even though Blake Griffin they saying is going back to the, going back to the Clippers, you know they still got L.A. Lamarcus Aldridge. You know, I think personally, that Durant should have definitely sat down and considered this because there still is an opportunity for them to become a champion. As far as Kyrie, as great as he is, and I'm a, I'm one of the biggest fans of him, let him go. If he doesn't want to stay, let it go. But by him opting in for a year, now I don't know the possibility of it occurring, but by him opting in for a year, and Kevin Durant is still there. 
if he could still be there, there's a there's an elevated chance of them winning the whole thing. If we're losing you there, CB. Look, I wonder. I wonder, and I don't know this to be true or not or whatever, but I wonder if Kevin Durant tried to have some sort of communication with them about moving forward. Like, was it just cut cold and dry, or did he say, okay, y'all don't want to give uh, uh, Kyrie the money, so what's our plan? And they didn't have a plan, and he basically said, I'm out. Because it can't all be the just stories, Kyrie yeah. doesn't get his money, I'm leaving. Well, all the reports were that they hadn't heard from KD since the season ended. That's every report said they still haven't they haven't talked to him they haven't talked to him they haven't talked to him which sometimes feels like well so what like players go away they take a break you know you're not always talking to your front office but when this is such an important issue you would think that he might have reached out to somebody and said hey listen what are you guys going to do with him because just you got to understand if you guys don't take care of him I'm out like at least put the warning out like did he ever do that I agree with you like I think that is definitely something that I'd like to know from him like is he is he did he say something or did they get caught off guard or did they kind of just hear it through the grapevine like all right we know what's going to happen if we don't if we don't give Kyrie that extension or the max extension that he's going to be unhappy but I, I also feel like he's still here yes he wants to be traded right now but if you're the Nets don't you have to at least try to reach out to him and get get Rich climbing on the phone and say hey. Listen, we're gonna we gotta move on from Kyrie, but we can do some stuff here and still be very know, competitive. I don't know his business. I guess it's his business manager as well. Yeah, that's that, that's Rich. Yep. I, I know he's a business guy, whatever. But how much yeah. does he know about basketball? Oh, he stuff? he knows. He, no, no, Rich Kleiman knows basketball. Yeah, no, no. He, I'm talking about the inner workings though of the league and all that sort of stuff. Does he know that? I mean, I know he's a business guy, but is is he a Basketball, I can figure it out. I know where all the bones are buried. I is he is he uh, Jeff Swartz of basketball? Could yeah, no, he, I know he, he certainly doesn't have the cachet of what Leon Rose once was, or Leon CAA Rose, and, or somebody and Jeff who Schwartz can put the and, you know, pieces yeah. together. Yeah, because a lot of these guys. What Rich are Paul's agents, doing right now is a great example of it. Rich okay, Paul so is yeah, like putting Rich things Paul, together, yes. putting things together. Is he that yeah. type of guy? In the basketball community, that could orchestrate a trade. No, and I don't. Put I don't. Things together. No, mainly because you have to have multiple clients to be able to do something like that. That's what. That's how that stuff works. That's how the. That's how the Heatles went down in Miami. Is they, they all the it was all the same thing. It was all CAA. It was two two agents that, that worked closely together at CAA, and they made it happen. When you mm-hmm. when you saw LeBron go with and Chris Paul go, I mean Chris Paul, Chris Bosh go down with uh, Dwayne Wade. That was all done because it was agents working together and a, a client list that you knew you had that you could make it work. You, it's a great question to ask. What kind of You're saying what kind of advice is he getting, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, I'm just trying to understand what's the role and what type of advice is he getting mm-hmm. because, again, did he have conversations with Sean Marks, Joe Asai, the owners? Like, did, did they have a conversation to say, well, if you don't pay Kyrie, here's what Kevin's going to do. Or did mm. Kevin at the end of the season say, say, man, I'm going to go on vacation. When I come back, y'all got to get this deal done. If y'all aren't getting mm-hmm. it done, then I'm out. Right. Like, yeah. what, what's the communication lines like? That's what I want to know. Yeah, that's that, That's a certainly a very po- important part. And we 
Only time we tend to hear from KD is either on a podcast or when he tweets at people. Let's continue with a couple more calls here. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Alan Hahn in for Max, ESPN Radio. We go next to D.C. and talk to Sean. What's, what's going on, fellas? What's happening? What's I think I think what it is, KD and Kyrie have been talking. And KD was like, okay, if they, they don't give you your money, you opt in get your money. And I'm an actual trade, and then they're going to want to trade you. But I also think Sean Marks made the comment of, I'll just trade both of them and blow it all up. You don't think Katie heard that? He'd be like, okay, I'm going to call you a bluff. I'm an actual trade, see what you can do. Now you, you, now you become irrelevant again, you know, starting over. Because all you had to do, I mean, yeah, Kyrie is a head case. But he, if you win a championship, he's bringing you more money than you're going to pay him. Put it that way. Am I right or wrong? If, no, they, you, if you, Brooklyn you, won a championship, right. he's going to get more money. Mm-hmm. No, your your franchise goes up in value. If you in it, if you in it, your franchise certainly goes up in value. They're so still, they're benefit. one of the top. I think top five or top eight fran- valued franchises already in the league. Brooklyn, yeah, is. because they got them two dudes on it. Where will it be when <laughs> they leave? That's the question, right? Mm-hmm. Where where will they be when they Pure decide to leave? Yeah, that that's a uh, that impact would be interesting. You know what else too with with Durant uh, that uh, what what happened in Brooklyn from the very beginning was how the players came in, kind of took over, and, I mean, completely reworked everything, including Kenny Atkinson, who was the coach, who Sean Marks had hired, who had built this team of, of you know younger players that you know developed them up and coached them up and all that stuff. And then the next thing you know, he's out. They bring in Steve Nash, who's never coached before. And Kyrie talking about how, you know, we don't need a coach. We just need somebody who understands us at our level and all that stuff. And it's for KD. I don't know. Does he see it that way? Does the team is the team coached properly? There's a lot of things to look at with Brooklyn. It's like you might have done some things that you thought appealed to the player, but it wasn't the best decision. Alex in Miami has an interesting take on that. Alex. Hey, yeah. Uh, piggybacking off of uh, that entire statement, Kevin Durant hasn't really respected a coach that he played for since Scotty Brooks. Um, I feel like every team that he's played for, he wanted to be the guy. And he kind of lost touch with what he was doing, you know, on the inside and uh, coaching young guys. And what I think would be really helpful for him is working with a regimen like the Miami Heat and and just playing under that uh, culture and, and, you know, working with Jimmy Butler, who he – was on the Olympic team with, and you know, uh, well, that's one of the of teams, that- Alex. Alex, that's one of the teams that was on on the list that that has been reported of teams he's interested in going to. The problem I have, though, which continues as a problem everywhere, is what are you giving Brooklyn that makes it worth the while to trade him there? Like, what is what what is enticing me? You can't trade Bam Adebayo. That's something that Brian explained because you have Ben Simmons and. Uh, it is it, there's some type of a of a contractual reason why Simmons contract uh, it, it, you can't have two of them on your roster. So you 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 can't you don't have anything other than Jimmy Butler that would make me want to make a trade with you unless you get a third team involved. And, and that that key remains to me the biggest problem, which is also why as, as much as we'd love to have a, res, a resolution at some point, so we have more to talk about. This is going to drag on, man. Like I don't think this no. is going to be uh, a quick move, a quick trade 
that goes down because if you're Sean Marks, you want to just make sure you get the best offer, don't you? Well, as long as it happens before training camp starts, who cares? Well, yeah, exactly. You, you, know, you mean, don't. That's, yeah, you, you definitely want to do it before and, the look, season. In starts. terms of coaching, mm-hmm. he's had coaching in in Oakland with Steve Kerr. He won two championships, and although most people would think it was on autopilot, you still got to do some X's and O's from time to time. So, and, and the culture in Oakland was solid and sound, just like Miami's culture. No, oh, I think the Warriors have just as good a culture, if not better, than the one in Miami because of all the winning they do, but also the development they do with players and, and how everybody there just is – I mean, he's the only one that ever left there saying, I don't want to be there. Everybody loved playing there. So, all right, we'll continue with the calls, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. But, Key, like, w- let's also talk about the fact that this is the first day of free agency and we saw so much money being moved around. Nikola Jokic. I didn't see any. <laughs> We're just watching mean, it. Well, we're watching it. We're watching it move around. $270 million in a five-year extension to, to Jokic. So his total value now of his contract, six years, $303 million. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's baseball what, money, man. For what, though? For what? You mean, when you're saying for what, though, you mean as far as team success? I mean. Time to win? He's a, he's a two-time It's the MVP. largest deal in I NBA it, history. But I don't know, man. Well, that's what I, if I'm paying somebody three hundred some million dollars, I don't care that some you get MVP trophies, man. You gotta get me some rings, dog. Yeah, yeah that's what's next for Denver. I mean, the I, you know, on. you gotta you gotta get me some rings, and, and I ain't hating on your money. You get your money, big fella. Yeah. I ain't mad at you, but damn, at least get me there. How get about, me to a championship? Like get me to a cha- even if you don't win, get me there. How about um, John Morant getting the? Uh, the rookie max extension, so it's it's 193 million right now, fully guaranteed. But he could go to 230 if uh, he gets a second All NBA. Devin Booker gets 224, so his total now six years, almost 300 million. Carl Anthony Towns got it as well, a four year 224, so his total value now six years, 295 for Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, I know he puts up stats, but and and then quickly um, one that's you know kind of under the radar, Jalen Brunson. Gets four years, $104 million to go to the Knicks and leave the Dallas Mavericks. For the Knicks, are you excited for this deal, Key? I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a good deal for them. It's a good deal for him. His dad is an assistant coach. He has yep. familiarity with the people, so he's in mm-hmm. a comfortable environment. What else are we doing? Is this going to just get you to the sixth seed? I mean, like, what is this going to do? Yeah, it does it like, does what, it make does it advance the, I always use this phrase, does it advance the cause? It's not exciting, it's not sexy, it's not a big name, but does it advance the cause is what I want to see. They got a point guard, they needed one, they've always wanted one. He's kind of small, but he proved in the playoffs he could score. I mean, the guy averaged, you know, 20 points a game in the playoffs, man. Like he could score. He put up 41 points in a I playoff mean, this game, a couple be, of 30 this, as well. Like he can score. This could be the piece that puts everything together it could Let's, be the piece that bridges everything together meaning all of a sudden you can go get something else yeah you can go get something else i mean if yeah. people I, I mean i what else you gonna do i guess yeah, I, no, I can, i'm I can trying not to i'm trying not to rain on the parade i'm trying to be positive <laughs> I about you. it um i, I mean i know it. nick fans i know nick fans are probably like oh this is all we get i mean it is it's not actually a, a very good it's, piece yeah, yes it's a it's a it's actually a really good player. The problem is, is that it's not a big superstar name, but
but it's a really good player and it fills a very important. But you may need. be able to attract next time around a superstar player if you just start to win, which is certainly something the Knicks yeah. did two years ago and then did not do last year. All right, we got your calls. Eight 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 ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine. 3776 Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. Two players, one out of Brooklyn. There's two teams leaving LA. We'll get your thoughts on what's happening there next. Keyshawn J. Will Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Have you ridden an electric e bike yet? You need to check out Electric e bikes today, the number one selling e bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. You know Journey, Key? No. I I, you have one. to know Journey. You're a child of the 80s. Yeah, he knows Journey. He just, you know Journey. Yeah, he don't even pretend you don't. Oh, He's on yeah. Jay Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Alan on in for Max. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Sound like a theme song from 21 Jump Street. But, like, every Journey song sounds like a theme song to, like, a movie of some sort. Yeah, like 21 Jump Street. Well, that's a – I guess it was a movie eventually. Yeah, but it's like that that 21 Jump Street kind of feel to it. You were going to say it, you were, you were gonna say that's a TV show? I was. You're so old. I know. Hey, yeah, the uh, daily reminder that Alan's old. Thanks, guys. James. But he's old, too. To, no, I'm not. I forgot to tell <laughs> you – to. To pull up our fight song called Conquest, when you get a chance, just pull it up. USC fight song Conquest. Oh, okay. You know, just wanted you to know that. You got to pull it up. I need to hear that before the day is over as we continue I need to, know to talk why. about the. 
Pat wants the, to scroll right now, looking up Twenty One Jump Street. Because, <laughs> 1987, yes, 1987 to 1990, it was on yeah. TV. Yeah, what are you laughing about? Because was, that was my formidable years. <laughs> I was five years away from being born when it stopped being on TV. No, I that's a you problem. Jump How does that? Why is that a something to brag about? Oh, I'm Jump young. Hot. Guess what happens, Pat? You'll get old too and get made fun of for it. <laughs> yeah, but not today. Not today. No, you get to have today. Thing, Congratulations. When Pat, when Pat gets old, though, he's going to look old. That's the difference. Oh, yeah. He already looks old. Pat Pat is at least 38, 39 years old by That's just what I'm saying. visually. If he, if, if he visually looks 38, 39, imagine when he's really Pratt. 38, 39. I've been losing my hair since I was like 16, so. <laughs> Be like, hey, how old are you? I'm a 30. Right. Oh, you, you're, exactly. you're only 30? Hanging out with his girl, <laughs> right? And he's like, oh, is your dad here? No, no. It's not yeah, his, right? What? Is your dad, how's your dad? Brutal. I was when I turned twenty one. They were just waving me through at bars. They weren't even checking. They were like, "Nah, this guy. There's no way. He's too old." It's right here to that's pick up worst, your kids. That's the worst thing. I I still, for whatever reason, get carded. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I imagine you. I'm not buying that even a little. People bit. just go, "Hey, look, it's Keyshawn Johnson. No way, he's twenty one." Yeah, no, I, don't, I, I don't think. No, that's, I do. I, I still get from time to time. I get carded depending on who I'm with. If I'm mm-hmm. with. If I'm no, if I'm with my wife and my kids, I get carded, all literally all the Wait, time. If you, how does that even make sense? Lies, you're with lies, children. Lies and more lies. I, I, That's when they decide. So, oh, he looks look young. So young. I'm yes, he you. looks at your kids and goes, but "Is this I'm your older you, brother?" If I'm with you, I'll never get carded. I'm telling you, it happens all the time. You blaming and, me? Now? And they're not doing it to see who I am. They're doing it because that's their job. Do you really need to tell people who you are? Stop it. Especially in L.A. We're putting this on the poll. Do you believe that Keyshawn still gets carded? Yeah, there it is. Is he lying? Black right. don't crack. Real? You know, heard that before. Stop. <laughs> we were watching that uh, commercial, his Jägermeister commercial, and he looks exactly the same now as he did in, what, oh, yeah, this isn't 2012 su- or whatever. Right, James. This isn't to suggest that Key looks old. It's just the idea that you would still get carded to see if you're 21. I swear to Far-fetched. you, man. Yeah, but fiction. you know, but no, but you know that they have the obligation. They have to, if you look under, I think it's like forty five or something like that. They have to card you. Hmm. They do. Don't get mad. It's all good. Who's mad? <laughs> I'm talking about get... Pat. Oh, yeah. I don't get. <laughs> I'm still. I'm still getting over the fact that Twenty One Drum Street was from 1987. Yeah, Twenty One Jump Street. It launched a couple of great careers. Let's leave. Holly it at Robinson, that. Pete. There you go. What's happening in college football? As we got calls on the NBA stuff, we certainly will get to that. But the college football story, like that was, this is a bombshell story. But, Key, you don't seem like you're that surprised. It's as if you kind of knew something or saw it coming. Those who don't know. So USC and UCLA are leaving the Pac-12 for the Big Ten. No, 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 no. Let me correct you and stop Well, that's what the story said. USC is leaving the Pac-12. UCLA is following. Hmm. So the oh, our, so USC is Kyrie. UCLA is KD. Is that what this is? And in 2024, they will be Big Ten schools. Which now it's like Big what? Is it like Big 18 now? What is it? We have to change the name. But that's is what's it 16, Is it 16 teams? I mean, yeah, is it is it, it 16 well now? I don't know. They have to have two two separate. All I know is that that USC at Rutgers at Piscataway. I mean, that's a that's a that's one you got to go to, right? That's a tailgate. That one, that'll be great. We'll we'll but, lose. But, the, knowing us, you, we'll lose the Rutgers. Is, but the, but did this come as a surprise to you? 
Um, it, it, well, yes and no. It, it came as a surprise in terms of how it, it all came together so quickly, um, but not a surprise that over the last several years, the conference has flirted with other conferences and teams have flirted with other conferences about potentially merging and leaving. Texas goes, Texas and Oklahoma goes to the SEC. If you remember several years ago, Texas and Oklahoma were flirting with coming to the Pac-12, and the Pac-12 opened it up. We brought in Colorado and Utah instead of Texas and Oklahoma. So it's not, it's not that I'm shocked at it. I guess maybe because of the distance of the teams that you're going to be playing. You mentioned you mentioned Rutgers, but Maryland and Rutgers, and yeah. you you got to go to Penn State, which is a hard place to get to. I mean, it's just all of those type of logistics, not only for football, but other sports that will be part of this package. It makes you scratch your head. Now, obviously, clearly it's about money. We all know that. But it's also about being what put are we in talking the best about position. Like, give me uh, an idea think, of what we're talking about. I think it's about. $125 million a season, a potentially season? based on the – Television revenue that'll be coming in. You mean you mean per year though, right? Like as far well, as a season like, per year. I mean that's yeah, what I mean per year. Well, you're, per I know year. you're looking at it from a football standpoint, but it's all sports. So you're yeah. you're going bas- you're going the basketball aspect. You're going obviously you know baseball, softball, all of it. That's a lot of travel. It's a lot of money, and it's certainly something that uh, is going to change the landscape once again in college sports. Tune into a National League battle tomorrow. The Phillies host the Cardinals presented by Progressive Insurance. Coverage begins 3.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. So coming up, should we be surprised about how the KD Kyrie situation is shaking out in Brooklyn? We'll get into that and more next. KJM, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn J. Will, Max, Alan Hahn in for Max. I... I don't think people believe K 
Mickey, that that you are often carded, especially when you're with family. I would imagine that you would be around your kids, and it's like there's the dad. So clearly, he's over 21. Don't no. need to card him. I dress young, number one. I look young, number two. And my wife looks like she's like 23 years old. I mean, it's just. But yet you have kids with you. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that's the that doesn't mean that she's not the nanny, which she's been accused of before. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yes. Yeah, she's been accused of being a nanny, and I was probably her boyfriend or something. That's Seriously. Rough. Yeah, so that's she's all. had she's had meltdowns because of that before. Well, Pat, like, you literally. did you did put up a poll to our listeners about this, right, to see if if we feel like you know is key is this fact or fiction. What do we have? Yeah, 88% of the people do not believe that you still get carded. Uh, Alex says absolutely not. Dan says only to make sure it's actually him and not a doppelganger. <laughs> Gabe says the cap is strong with Keyshawn today. So, Oh, man, ain't nobody got no cap. It's just, I, I get it. They don't believe me because, just like the guy said, they just want to make sure it's me. Some young lady who's 18 years old or whatever, 19, she has no idea anything about the sport. Or what I look like. She's just mm-hmm. making sure that that's their job. Plus, if you look under, Google it, Pat. If you look under a certain age, they have to automatically card you. There's no cap. Just, Not that just, you would know what that meant, Pat. Up, update, anything. 89% of the people say they don't believe you. <laughs> that number is growing. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's a, but that's, that's fine. Like, Do you have a doppelganger, though? Like, Is there somebody that, that somebody has said, oh, I saw you, you're like, I, that wasn't me? No. Like, I've a lot never, of celebrities no. have like a lookalike that tends no, to be you know, like don't. fake clay. You know, like no. you have that. You have the, the guy that's the, the, everybody says looks like Drake. Did you see he wants to fight Drake? He wants to do this whole celebrity boxing thing with, with Drake now? Like, if you're and Drake, Drake like, doesn't you know, want to do it. Why would you do that? Oh, I don't like, know. Like, would you want to meet a guy like who's, who looks like you and has kind of been, you know, walking around town, getting away with it for a while? I've you never met. Meet him, right? I've never met anybody that resembles me like that. No, I have never ever. Yeah, very unique. Yeah, I, it's not. I just never. I mean, I'm sexy, so it's hard. <laughs> you know, and I got good looks and stuff. And right, very difficult fella. to look like you. It is. It's, it's not an so easy thing. difficult. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I imagine in L.A. there's a lot of that that goes on, though, with, with celebrities, right? Like where you get the lookalikes and they try to get away with yeah, oh getting into places God. that you it's normally a, wouldn't be able to guy, get away. It's a guy that looks like Johnny Depp that literally <laughs> walks around making people think he's Johnny Depp. <laughs> We're back in 10 seconds. The biggest story in the NBA is not who's getting money or who's moving to a team. It's who wants out of it, their team. And that, of course, is the news from yesterday of Kevin Durant. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Alan Hahn in for Max. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Vince Carter joining us right now, our ESPN NBA analyst. VC is also a guy, Key, that doesn't look his age. He has looked young throughout his entire career. Hey, I get carded too, bro. I get carded still. It's all good. It's all man, good. man, look, like VC, man, they can't believe that black don't crack, though. That's the problem. They don't believe that. That is nothing about it at all. That's not yes, what we don't is. believe. What we don't believe is, VC, listen to this. Key said he's with his wife and his kids, and he's still, he will get carded with his wife. Like, when you see a man with a family, I don't necessarily feel like, oh, oh he, about, I don't I mean, know if he's different. 21. Right? Like, no, no, I, I get carded when I'm by myself, Keith. That's what I'm that, saying, that, though, man. But that's different when you're by when he's by himself. Yeah. But no, I just I explained. Yeah, it's different. VC, I just explained. 
My mm-hmm. wife looks like she's 23 years old. Okay? okay? She looks like she could be helping someone with their kids. <laughs> and then here I am, look like maybe the boyfriend or something. That's all I'm trying to tell them. I mean, you know. So, but you, okay, I see, I see where you're going with this. I'm not going to say it, but I see where you're going with this. I got you. <laughs> That's what you you want somebody to say. It. I'm not going to say it. But no, I no, it. no. That, he's been doing that to me this whole show, trying to get me to say something, and right. I can say that. Yeah, That's when it was my last show on ESPN. But meanwhile, uh, and so we we. What level of surprise did you have when you heard yesterday, like everybody else did, that Kevin Durant has asked the Nets for a trade? So it's kind of it's kind of uh, wowing and eye popping in a sense, just for the simple fact that he's asked for 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 a trade. But you know, it, it, the questions were like, what is Kevin Durant thinking through all of this? You know, everyone has been asking, what is he thinking? What does he feel about this? How does he feel about this? What is he going to do? And I think now we're we, we were getting that answer of he. I guess he's wait, he was waiting to see if Kyrie is going to get a long term extension or not or whatnot. And then he's like, "Hey, I need to change the scenery." <laughs> like, wait, the change the scenery. So I, I mean, I, I think he sees everything upside down right now. Uh, I mean, you can't blame him. I mean, it, Kyrie has just not been available, and everything has kind of fallen apart from it. KD has been available. It has almost, you know, beat the Bucks who go on to yeah. do great things by itself. With, you know, with a hobbled, obviously Harden. I mean, just all of the different things that has happened has led to this. So it's, it, you know, it, it, it's surprising, but yet not surprising because I mean, you feel like we all know Kevin. You know, when he's feeling like yeah, this is it, I want to move on, and when he makes his decision, he goes for it, and he's now going for it. VC, though, hear me out, man. So. Mm-hmm. You say we all know Kevin Durant, which you do because obviously you're in the NBA circle. I am not. I don't know Kevin Durant. I know of him. I've met him. I've had a two-minute conversation with him, and that's about it. But if I'm on the outside looking in, and I'm an athlete that played ball in the way that I would approach things, I already have gotten backlash once from going to Golden State and winning two championships and people act like I didn't do anything. So then I took Mm -hmm. myself to Brooklyn to try to win championships. I was on the cusp of doing some great things, injuries and all that sort of stuff caught up to us or whatnot. The pandemic caught up to us. Now I'm trying to move again. Instead of sitting tight and doing what my original plan was, was to build my own team and show everybody that I can do it why not just do that instead of trying to move again? I, I, you know, and, and Key, that's the funny thing about it is on the other side of the coin, I, I understand it and I'm with you because if you, you you have the backlash of, oh, he couldn't do it by himself and he didn't like what Barkley said about being the bus, he needs to be the bus driver, a.k.a. meaning win one with his own team. You understand it? I, I don't know. It's it's It's, a, it's kind of a... Uh, it's, it's just an awkward situation. I mean, a, a weird situation because it's like he's, he's tried to do that, and if he's going to stay, he wants to win now because he doesn't know how much time he has left. Because KD comes off to me as a guy who we feel like he can play forever and one day just say, hey, you know what, I'm retired. I'm good. I'm done. I have, I'm making money off the court, you know, just as much as I'm making money, you know, as much money on, on the court as I am off the court and just decide to retire too. So, 
Because what does he have to, to prove or accomplish? He has two MVPs. He has the two championships. Yes, he didn't win them on his own. He won them with the we consider a loaded team. I get it. I get it. But, you know, he, I, you, you think differently than some of the, 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 the younger guys of this generation. You know, it, it, it's just a, a different way of thinking, and they see things differently. And, I, I mean, I, I thought the same way. I thought, you know, it, it, there's, they, the Nets could move. Kyrie and go get guys who would want to play with Kevin Durant. See, that's what I say, though, VC. I say the same thing. I'm like, take them picks that you're going to get from Kyrie, package them up, and go get some dudes that can go. Mm -hmm. And and that's what he can see. You know, but there again, that's why I say we know KD being KD sometimes went. I mean, more so it's like, hey, impulse decision, like, hey, I want to be traded. And he knows it's going to have impact not only on this organization, but on the league. And it, it's done that. And I think because of that, you know, he made that decision right there and just ran with it. Here we are today because I, I, I agree. They can go package and get something. But who, who – I mean, I, I guess you could say who. Who do you bring in and how? And, and I guess he didn't want that. He feel, feels like it's easier – to get away from all of that because maybe he doesn't like what was said. He doesn't like mm. how things were handled. He doesn't he or felt maybe, like he, he, you know, KD doesn't like to be attacked, guys. You know that. He doesn't yeah. like without, 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 without clapping back. So but, Sean Mark saying, hey, we want guys this, that, and the fourth available. All of these things, he, he might have taken that some kind of way. It's like, okay, that's what you're going to say? Well, here's what we're doing. Now, Vince, the other thing is maybe he never really liked it there, but he went there because of Kyrie. And then, oh, he's if he's out of here, if he's not going to be here long term, yeah. I don't want I don't want to be here either because I don't want to be really, there. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Maybe he just never really wanted to be there, but he was there because uh, of Kyrie. We're talking with Vince Carter. Uh, so, how about this? We've been kicking this around the whole show as well. Where do you see is the best place for a Kevin Durant to go? Lakers. <laughs> okay, so let, let, I, swear, <laughs> I want to say so. There's, we could say what's the best place, but what's what's the more likely place? Because the base, best place, obviously, that deal could possibly happen. Is it likely? Maybe, but I, we don't know. You know, we don't know for sure because at the end of the day, was it okay? AD for KD, I heard that. You know, there's yeah. a possibility of Kyrie for for um, uh, for Russ, Russ as well, and that would be yep. insane. But at the end of the day, can that happen? Now, I I said the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans have have Ooh. something there because you you know we talked about Zion and their potential. You can even okay. So even if you move off of Brandon Ingram or if you move off of Zion, look, let's think about all the other talent they still have on that roster. You know, CJ McCollum there and either Bi or 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 Zion. They go the, the the Pelicans have picks they can move off of. You have um, Valanciunas, Trey Murphy, Herb Jones. I mean, they have a lot of talent there to add to that, and then you can. Add to that roster with the picks that they have already, and, and moving guys to to add more shooting. I, I like I like that's an option. I think Toronto's another option. Toronto, that yeah, like to do the same thing that they did with with Kawhi Leonard, right? Just just uh, just be available for a great player who wants to be traded. Take advantage of it and try to win a championship. It's that's a very interesting name as well. But the Pelicans won. Wow, with Zion involved in this thing, we might have some news on Zion here in a yeah. couple of minutes. Vince, thanks so much yeah, so, for the time. All right, young you VC. It, Stay looking you young, baby. Young, Stay looking young. young. Boy. You, you got a young boy. <laughs> man, you guys, it's unbelievable. <laughs> 
but but still, the, the the conversation though about where he should go, it's always obviously you know what the best fit is going to be and what's the most realistic place for him to go. The Pelicans thing again is that where he wants to be. It seems like the Suns, but if you're the Nets, you want to get the best return possible. We'll continue with your calls. Where do you think KD will end up next? Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Matt's The Podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.